Alexa, play that Amazon ads podcast. Which one would you like to hear? The best one. Okay, now playing that Amazon ads podcast. These gentlemen are completely changing the game. After listening to that Amazon ads podcast, my ads are finally profitable. I also heard they're pretty cute. Hello and welcome back to That Amazon Ads Podcast, where we give you all the tips and strategies to help you grow your Amazon Ads account. Steven, how you doing today? Doing well, Andrew. It's getting late. This It's a late Ooh. night recording session. I don't think my camera can quite keep up with the low light settings. I, I see like some flickers going on, but excited to be you here. We're going to, yeah, thanks, man. Your room <laughs> looks really cool, by the way, with all the, the blue thanks. light and everything. I got a... Yeah. figure out some kind of cool effect. You look like a true YouTuber. That's what I was going for. I was, I mean, we have all this lighting equipment and all these camera equipment that we got for masterclass. So my yeah. might as well just use it for a podcast too. <laughs> That's true. Yep. The, the masterclass is done being recorded. If you're just joining us and you don't know what that is, Andrew and I, we, we set out at the start of the year to create what we hope would be the, the best piece of educational, educational content on Amazon PPC to yet hit the market. So it's currently going through post-production and editing. So we don't know when it'll be ready, possibly by December. That's our hope. But yeah, stay tuned for that. The other thing is we launched our Discord and we're actually recording this week's episode and last week's, or sorry, this the, the episode coming after this one. We recorded them out of order. We recorded the episode that you'll hear next Got week yesterday. Yeah, we recorded... The episode you'll hear next week yesterday and on that one i said we had 200 uh people in the discord already and so now i'm saying we have 200 so if you hear me say it again next week you'll think they're not even growing at all but they are <laughs> and by the time this episode airs airs we'll probably be at like 300 or 400 and by the time the next one happens we'll probably be at 500 hopefully but That's andrew why should they why should they join the discord link in the video description slash podcast <laughs> soft spotify description yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of reasons why you should join the Discord. Uh, first and foremost, you're just going to learn a lot. Uh, you're going to connect with a lot of like-minded, really sharp and smart people that are in that group answering questions for you. It's literally like, it's been fun to watch. Everybody kind of just throwing their questions in there as they're working on their accounts every day. And we're in real time, like answering questions, help helping give guidance on how they should do certain things within their Amazon ad account. And it's it's uh, no topic is off limits. So it's uh, super informative and, and it allows a lot of people to learn and, and grow. So I think it's super effective and super helpful for pretty much anybody that, that wants to take advantage of it. Yep, absolutely. Um, we're Andrew and I, it's probably, probably the best way I think to get in touch with us uh, since it's a smaller community as opposed to some of our LinkedIn posts or just, you know, get so much engagement nowadays that if you're in the Discord, we'll certainly see see you and and uh, you'll cap, catch our attention. But I made a LinkedIn post today about why why people should join the Discord. I said five reasons. Number one, free Amazon PPC tips and advice. Number two, you can ask personal questions to get personal answers. Number three, you're going to be able to learn the latest PPC tactics before they go viral and before everyone's, you know, once it's content, everybody knows about it. When it's in the Discord and it's a private community, it's kind of our little secret. Number four, you can network with other high-achieving PPCers. We're already been, we've been very impressed with 
um, just some of the, the minds that are in the community and just the, the thoughts that they're bringing to the table. It's really cool. And the number five, win free stuff. We uh, just this week, we're giving away some free tickets to an Amazon PPC summit. So by the time you're hearing this, it's too late to join in on that giveaway, but we'll be doing more in the future. So absolutely get on in there. And uh, yeah, but for today's episode, we're going to be talking about day parting, following up from last week's episode around the campaign reports and how we can now break these uh, campaign performance uh, data points down to hourly data. And Amazon has also planted in the ad console the ability to adjust our bids to increase our bids during certain days of the week or d- certain hours of the day, which is, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, like why they would ever want to do that. Andrew, why don't you tell people a little bit about kind of traditionally kind of what the day parting idea is, like the concept behind it and why someone would want to change their bids for different times of day? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, day parting really is just allowing you to change your bids with within the day. So you don't have to have the same bid throughout the day. You can have it fluctuate and change based on performance. So a lot of times what you'll see is your your spend and your sales trends, your conversion rate trends kind of follow this natural cadence or this path, this uh, flow to to how you know those metrics are coming in throughout the day, whether it be at you know your performance difference at 1 a.m. is going to be a lot different than your performance at 1 p.m. or something like that. Like there's just a lot more people on Amazon at 1 p.m. than there is at 1 a.m. So there's just naturally a lot more traffic. So you might see your spend increase around certain days or pockets of time where your products or your niche is getting the most traffic. And so day parting allows us to capitalize on that and strategically increase or decrease our bids based on the performance that we're seeing within certain hours of the day. And so, you know, if you're seeing bad performance early in the morning from like 12 a.m. to like 6 a.m., like a lot of brands do, you can actually decrease those bids for that period of time. That way you're not winning a bunch of uh, impressions and and spending a bunch whenever you're not actually going to be driving a lot of sales. Um, this is kind of the the purpose of of day parting. So you can decrease those bids and then re-increase back up whenever you're seeing that that pickup in performance. So you can capitalize on all that traffic that's coming in at the right at the right time uh, with the right with the right settings and calculations. Anything yep. to add there? No, very very well said, eloquently said, I might add. And yeah, that that's essentially why we why we do this. It's been very popular on other channels for a while. It's a bit newer to Amazon. So uh, I think I, I will add just one thing. And if you said it, sorry, I, I got a message that I was checking. <laughs> um, from from our from the Masterclass editor, by the way, he said he just got a chance to look at the clips we sent him. He said, first of all, congratulations on getting such quality on these videos. Video and audio looks great. And it's good enough for have uh, just give it a slight push here and there. So everything looks really good. We invested a lot of money in the quality of this thing, man. We, Dude, that took like just the yeah. thought and like I had to think through literally every possible thing that could go wrong. Like all yeah. these, all these things. There's a lot of thought that went into just the Lighting, preparation cameras. for it. Yeah. Yeah. It was legit. $15,000 deep in investment so far <laughs> and counting. <laughs> yeah. Keep racking Anyways, it up. Um, so if you already said this and I got distracted, I apologize. But did you talk about the third-party tools and why we don't like using third-party tools for, for day parting? No, I didn't talk about third-party. Okay, we, we won't. That, I'm not sure. going to let you talk about it again because you got really okay. fired up last time. And, and, oh, man, I might and, get mad. I don't want to get mad tonight. Some of, the, some of the audiences 
uh, away. <laughs> but two reasons why we don't like using third-party tools is, as great as they are to be able to solve this for you. You know, if, if you need a day parting and that's your only choice, you'll, you're going to have to do that. But now that Amazon has a native day parting, we would prefer to stick within the Amazon native console because two reasons. Number one, the day parting in, in the third-party tools is going to create a massive just blur of your history in the ad console. So if you're ever trying to check your history to see why things trended in one direction or the other, and there's you know thousands of bids just being increased 5% and decreased 5% each day, it's impossible to track. When did I actually make this bid change? Maybe if you, because sometimes I've seen this where ACOS suddenly goes crazy over the, the course of the week and you look in the history, the change log, and there's like one day where there was one bid that was changed and you go there and like that one bid, something weird happened and that's the one bid on that one keyword that like spiked the whole ACOS for this product or this campaign, you know? So easy to troubleshoot when you don't have, when it's not all muddled with daily automation stuff. Mm-hmm. In Amazon, when you're adding the day parting, it's not going to appear in your in your history and your change log because they're not actually changing the bids themselves. Like that is like the actual enter the or the entry in that that text field when you can put in your your bid. Amazon's not changing those, and that's something else. By the way, just as a total aside, uh, some people think that when they have dynamic bidding up and down turned on, that Amazon's actually changing those I, the actual bids in the text field. And so when there's crazy changes happening in the history log, people are like, oh, it's because of dynamic up and down is turned on. It's like, no, there's some third party tool doing something because Amazon doesn't actually log the history like that. So uh, so that's one reason. Another thing I, I, I'm going to jump in here just right on top of that um, is, you know, sometimes when you're using day parting, it's super confusing when you come into your ad console and you're trying to like evaluate performance and you you, you look at the bid and it's like, you know, 50% of what mm. it usually is, or, or maybe it's not, maybe it's just slightly different. And you don't know what that actual bid was. Like you come in and you, you can't make changes there in the first place. Cause you know, right in the console, cause it'll just override them. Um, but yeah, I, I find that's kind of confusing. Sometimes I'll come in and I don't actually get to see what the actual bid is set to it's, it's decreased or increased. It's like kind of or fluctuating like, yeah. all the time. Or yeah. It's different. What was it a few hours ago even? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, or, or like yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you go in there and like this keyword has a really high A cost, but the bid's 10 cents. Should I decrease the bid? What do I do here? No idea. <laughs> and that's something else. Actually, that, I didn't even think about that. But if you're ever trying to manage things manually, it's like do some manual oversight of like, oh, I'm going to make the bid this or that. It's, and you're increasing or decreasing by a certain percent, like, okay, all these keywords, let's increase the bids by 10%. But you happened to do that increase by 10% while your day parting was turned on and and it, the bids were decreased. Like, it's just, everything's going to get really weird and wonky when you have third-party tools automating daily stuff in there. And then the thing that you got really passionate about last week, Andrew, was that when you do make those changes, a lot of times if the third party tool doesn't, oops, I just blocked the light. <laughs> if the if the third party tool doesn't sync up with the change that you made before it pushes through the next uh, day parting element, it's going to overwrite your bid. So if it's pushing through day parting like every hour or something or every two hours and you change a bid in the ad console or through a bulk sheet or any way and the tool didn't resync with the API in between that. It's just going to overwrite you on the next time that it does the day parting thing. So that's that's the other really major issue there. Yeah, it kind of forces you into doing everything within whatever that third party tool is that you're using, um, which is super. I mean, 
there, there's some good benefits to it, but it, it kind of limits you. I just wish that they had some sort of like back and forth before making, pushing through those day parting changes, you know, like I, I feel like even if you did time it like perfectly well, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of tools will just still overwrite your bids anyway, because they have these settings in, in their platform or whatever. So it's just, it just gets kind of annoying. And, and this addition of the Amazon feature within the console, I think is going to be really beneficial for a lot of people who like that manual aspect of things where they're, you know, I, I use automations and things like that, but I still like to get in there and go through accounts and like make manual changes as I'm just evaluating performance as I'm going through things. So I wish they would fix that. Yep. I wholeheartedly agree. And as you guys know, Andrew and I do not use any automation for any of our management. We do everything manually, but we do, we, I mean, we have macros, we have Excel macros, and we're starting to build that one tool that can basically, it's the same function as an Excel macro. It's just connected to the API, but all that to be said, we have found that, you know, the manual effort into all of our bid calculations with a little bit of kind of some pre-built uh, logic to help just like speed up some of the repetitive issues is the best kind of compromise between speeding up work through a little bit of automation help, but then also keeping the control in your hands that you, every single time we're pushing bids, we're picking which levers we want to pull. So this week we're going to be focusing on reducing a cost next week, uh, boosting sales or whatever, and we can like kind of adjust the margin. So that's what we want to show you guys how to do. And so when it comes to day parting, this is what we're going to be talking about is essentially how to do this manually. You're not going to need a third party tool. All you need are these campaign reports that we talked about last week. And you just need to go into the ad console and add these scheduling rules into the ad console, which we're going to show you right now. So with that, let's transition over to, we talked, we said we were going to do a screen share and, and this will probably be really, really helpful for a lot of people just to see how this actually is in practice. So let's switch over to the screen share and start breaking down these hourly performance reports for our campaigns and think about how we can implement day parting in order to take advantage of the trends that we see. All right. So we have a sponsored products campaign report. We downloaded the hourly data, which also has the daily data. So we're going to be looking at both of that, the daily and the hourly. And this is a real campaign or sorry, a real account. I delayed, I deleted the campaign columns just to keep anonymity. So all we really have here is just the date, the, um, the hour of the day, and then kind of just our, our kind of core core data points. So Andrew, why don't you just kind of walk us through what it's going to look like for people as we, I guess, walk me through it. So sure. let the audience know and I'll just kind of follow along and yeah, just tell me what, what we're going to do here to start setting up these pivot tables in order for people to find the, the intraday trends. Totally. I love it. This is a little bit different style. I'm going to walk you through it a yeah. little bit. All right, cool. Well, okay. So first things first, um, we, we are going to end up pivoting this out, all this data out, but first we, we want to set our table or our data up for all the pivot tables that we're going to build later. So the first one we're going to build is the date or the hourly report. So we'll be able to see the hourly. We already have a column for uh, start time, but we don't have a column for the day of the week. So we can't see like the performance difference from like Sunday to Monday. Some people see like really good performance on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then on the weekends it, it drops off. So we want to be able to look at both hourly as well as daily. So, uh, and, and this doesn't actually include that daily data or that daily uh, time dimension or whatever that we need. Um, so we got to create it. So we're just going to create a new column uh, to the left of the start date, if you will. 
And is it gone? We're gonna just title that weekday. And then this is super simple formula. I'm just gonna do equal to weekday and then open parentheses. And then we're gonna click that start date uh, or end date because it's the same. And then just close parentheses and hit enter. And so this is gonna give you like day of the week. So day one uh, is Sunday, day seven is Saturday and then everything in between there. So that's kind of how you can look at it. Um, now from here, we basically have all this data. We wanna group everything up based on a, a specific set of parameters. The easiest way for us to do that is through a pivot table. So Steven's just gonna select all of this data here. So he can click that, yep, that little arrow right there and create that pivot table. It didn't work, Andrew. You deleted all your data. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I mean I was gonna see I was gonna see if you got it. <laughs> trying to kind of trying to catch you by the surprise. All right, insert. What are we doing? There we go. Okay, so we're gonna start with just pulling in the hourly stuff. So we're gonna take that start time section and we're just gonna drag that into rows down into the row section. Yeah, it just naturally defaults going to values. Um, so that's gonna basically lay out all the hours of the day uh, in each row. And then we're gonna look at you know a few different metrics from here. Oops. Steven, I think I think uh, we were planning yep. to just pull in those main metrics. So we'll pull impressions, clicks, spend sales, orders, uh, just to get our core metrics. And then we can uh, branch out everything out from there when we start looking at conversion rate or revenue per click. But to show quick, you this- Quick, quick tip, yeah. quick tip. Yeah. Um, by default, the, the order in which you select these, the columns are gonna be ordered in that way. You can always rearrange them by clicking and dragging these around here, but I always just like to to save time because at the end of the day, like the faster you can do this stuff, the better your life is. So just keep that in mind. I like to go from impressions, clicks, oops, I already messed up orders. Uh, impressions, clicks, orders. And these all, don't always move super smoothly. Uh, I like to go impressions, clicks, orders because that's sort of the stage of the funnel. And then spend sales are just kind of our, you know, our totals off of that. So we'll uh, just, that's kind of some, some quick tip preferences stuff. All right, Andrew, what's next? Yeah, so we're just gonna add in, just to show you how to do this if you wanted to, uh, we're gonna add in a custom field or a custom calculated field where we can pull in our revenue per click or our conversion rate. And honestly, for any time, anytime you're using pivot tables, this uh, calculated field is gonna be really nice. Um, Steven prefers to do it a, a slightly different way and it doesn't really matter which way you do it. Um, some are faster in certain scenarios and some are not. But in order to create that calculated field, and, and oh yeah, I think what you were gonna say was like, if you just click the little the yep. little button in there, uh, yeah. it's not gonna it's not gonna give you the actual calculation. It's gonna give you like the average or the sum of that uh, calculated column in the in the report. So that's yep. not gonna be accurate. So don't so don't use those. You're gonna actually have to but do just the to formulas. just to show you like the, the total A cost on this. The total ACOS on this account, I think for the date range we selected is around 40-ish percent. But if you do this, it's going to default to the sum of the total ACOS. And it's just going to add up all of the ACOS percentages. And now it's saying uh, we have like 86%. I mean, that's actually, 86, that's not even a percent. That's 86,000 <laughs> or 8,600%. Yeah, 8,600%. And yeah, if you, if you click this, you can maybe do the field settings yeah, and pull that up real quick so they can to, see it. Yeah. So right now it's the sum of all of the total ACOS. So we're not adding up all of our ACOSs across all the hours of the day. And if you average it, that's not how you find the average for, for your total ACOS by just, add, by just like adding up all the individual hours and then averaging them. 
you have to take the totals to, to actually find the averages. And so, yeah, so none of these, uh, you know, different elements like standard deviation, whatever, none of these are going to going to work if we're trying to actually calculate for every individual row. If we're trying to calculate ACOS as spend divided by sales, we have to add that calculated field, which is what Andrew's about to tell us how to do. Yeah. And just a side note real quick. Um, I can't see anything that popped up whenever you, if you had something pulled up. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you know. (laughs) Believe me, when you right click on these and when you click field settings, You'll uh, you'll see some options pop up, but yeah, I think it's my, like format. I think it's like format data yeah. series or something or something like that. Yeah, my my screen is restricted <laughs> to just the Excel, so that you're That's not good. seeing my mom text me on my Mac. I figured. Mac. I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering if this calculated field is going to show up. Is is my main thing. But let's try oh, it. Let's, let's find let's, out. Let's, let's let's see. So we're going to go up here to this field items and sets list. Drop that down, and we're going to select calculated field. Yeah, it, and it didn't. So. <laughs> Uh, what, why don't you just walk me through if you can know, how good is your memory, Andrew? Can you walk me through what happens? Yeah, pretty good. So basically you would click that, uh, field items and sets list. It'll curate a drop down, and then you'll hit uh, calculated field and mm-hmm. that'll pop up a window and then you'll name whatever the metric is. And so, yep. uh, the, the, yeah, there's a little nuance there where you can't name it something that already exists. So for example, if you tried to, not that you would do this, but if you tried to, title your new calculated field, total advertising cost of sales parentheses a cost like you have there already. It's not going to let you do that because it's a duplicate name. And so you could just call it a cost in this scenario. But for some, sometimes if you pull a report, it'll just be like CPC or just a cost. And so when you try to use a cost, it's not going to work. Usually what I do is I'll just put a space before it. And so that helps it kind of go through. So just keep that in mind. But so you're going to name it a cost for for now. And then the formula, we have a formula field. Yeah, so you have a formula that's going to start out as equal to zero, I believe, um, and it should have it highlighted and you can just go down into that fields list. There, it should have a list of just like you have in your pivot table. You have all the fields yep. from your from your thing and you're just going to create that formula using those fields. So the first so for creating a cost, you're going to go to spend, you're going to click spend and then yep. you're going to click insert field and then you're going to do divided by. So just a slash and then you're going to go find the sales field down in the field list and you're going to click that and you're going to hit insert field and then okay and then it should populate cool and you know what i'm gonna just take a quick screenshot of what this whole thing looks like and then our podcast editor can throw up a little quick visual here yeah we'll do that <laughs> everyone, that's a good idea <laughs> for everyone who, who didn't who wasn't actively at their computer following along at the moment so there's a screenshot here somewhere and you can take a look at that all right, so I added the field, and now we have our ACOS, which is not formatted, formatted as percent. Andrew, how can we fix that? So there's two different ways you can fix it. Uh, the first way is a simple way. You can just select all of those in that column, and then, you know, just how you would normally do it. You go uh, to I your home. Rib- I didn't know it worked like that. Home ribbon. All these pivot tables. Percent. Yep, yep. You can hit percent. You can just do it that way. The only downside to doing it that way is sometimes if you start filtering your pivot tables and moving things around and stuff like that, it'll just reset the formatting to whatever it was Mm. previously. And Uh, so the only way to get around that is to go into the actual field in in the pivot table setting thing on the right side. If you go to the little tabs under values. So yeah, Yeah. if you were to click on one of those and you did like format uh, the series or whatever, and then 
it would bring up a dialogue box or a, a window and then you would hit like format or something like that. I forget exactly which one yeah. it says, but <clears throat> you're going to like format numbers. And so then you could set like percentage or decimal or number or currency. And then, and then that's going to remain fixed. And so anytime you're like moving stuff around and run, cool. doing any filters and stuff, it won't change. So just important to know that if you ever run Good into stuff. it. All right. Yeah, so now let me, yeah, let me just redo it. I'm going to just add a couple other, fields here in the background. And if you care to add anything, you can. I'm just going to be primarily adding cost per click, conversion rate, and revenue per click. So uh, rather than doing it through the calculated field, I think um, it might be a little faster the second in, in okay. this scenario to just do it the other way, because we're going to do that anyway. So cool. let's, let's yeah, let's just do what kind of you so that, do. That's, that's one way you can do it. And the reason why we do it that way is because one of the issues with pivot tables, as great as they are, if you try to calculate your ACOS as spend divided by sales, you're going to see it's going to insert all these formulas from the get pivot table and things just get weird when you it, do that. Yeah, it usually works. Like it'll pull in the actual, you know, result, but the limitation is that it won't let you just like take it and drag it and apply that formula to every row you can only you have yeah. to do it like one at a time and so if you had to do this one you know you're like 24 times so um yeah definitely not the most efficient way to do it yeah so what we are going to do just for simplicity is and this is what i typically do after i create my pivot table and i just get all of my nominal figures nominal meaning not it's it's not a percentage it's not a ratio just the whole values just so i'll just grab metrics. Yeah, core metrics. We'll just grab these and I'll right click and I'll do paste special values. And oh yeah, Andrew, this is the thing I was, I was trying to tell you about at the start of the call. This is actually where I run into issues with those oh, hourly things. I yeah. see. I see. The well, just go back to the go back to the pivot table and just calculate it, copy paste it. And I don't know that you have to do paste values. I don't think You don't think so, so go back to the pivot yeah. go back to the pivot table real quick. I already got, it's still on the clipboard. You can just straight up paste it? No. Uh, yeah. That oh. works. Whoa. So now I can uh, equal spend over yeah. sales? I told you guys, Andrew's the, Andrew's the whiz <laughs> here. Okay, nice. I got all the answers. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, if you, if you, if you would have done that and you had selected, ah, I don't know, we don't have to get into it. But basically, you can, you can take a pivot table that you already have and copy paste it to where it actually is still a pivot table and then you can change it and make it right. unique. But this, you just copy paste it. We don't want, we don't want that. Yeah, scenario. we didn't want that. We didn't want that this mm -hmm. in this way. So, but you can do that if you wanted to. And we'll show you when we do the week parting too. So, um, yep. sweet. So Steven's going to put so, in some Yeah, so metrics. I typically put in my, my CPC, my conversion rate, my ACOS and my RPC. I mean, you can obviously throw in whatever the heck you want there. Your click through rates to your average order values doesn't really matter. So yeah, well, I'll just be calculating this. Andrew, you can keep the guests uh, entertained with a song and a gig or whatever they call it. Uh, you know, I'll just keep talking about uh, Excel, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, You're, Steven should be done with this pretty quick. He, yeah. He's he's pretty fast. He's he's good with Excel. All so, those days uh, of playing StarCraft. <laughs> so we have all, all of our data in here. Obviously, you know, you can come through and and clean everything up however however you like it. So like, you know, if something should be dollars, we'll, we'll turn it into dollars. If things should be percents, turn it into percents. And then 
when we get here, Andrew, once you, once we kind of have this view going, what's the the next kind of elements that you're looking for? Yeah. So the next thing I'd be looking for is I, I would want to start to try to identify trends. And there's a variety of different ways that you can do that. Uh, but typically for this scenario and this exercise, what I would use is a heat map. And so I would basically use conditional formatting to show, give a color grade based on, you know, metrics that are higher or lower. Um, and it's going to allow me to visually see where we're, you know, trending in the right direction or seeing the performance that we want. So like, for example, you see your RPC, it gets up as high as like four, seven, you know, but also as low as one. So Steven, let's well, just show them real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, So RPC is a great one because it's like, there's a seven next to a one next to a six. It's like, it's jumping all over the place. And so, you know, if we're trying to kind of see, is there a particular area of the day? We're not really, when we're getting into these day parting, we're not going to try to be exact to the hour. Like we will not ever have ACOS be above target for a single hour of the day. That's not what we're trying to get to. We're trying to identify like hot heat zone, hot zones um, where conversion rates are particularly better. And typically when those conversion rates go up, the revenue per click goes up, which corresponds with kind of implying we should have a higher CPC if we want to maximize sales. So to get that heat map going, it's pretty simple. This is, by the way, you can do all this in Google Sheets as well, but we're just going to come into the conditional formatting and we are going to say color scales and then you can pick which heat map you want. Um, in this case, green is good. So we'll use the one where the green is on the top uh, as opposed to this one where, where uh, green's on the bottom. Now, I didn't go all the way down to the grand total row because I'm more, otherwise this would be kind of like, this is kind of the average for the whole, you know, this is two weeks, hourly data over the course of two weeks. And so when we do it this way, we don't want to include this because this is going to just be a, an average essentially of, of the whole thing. We're more interested in kind of how the relative performance between each of the uh, hours of the day perform. So that'll be that first thing. And the other thing too is we, we can just throw them on here as well and just throw on for conversion rates. We can kind of do the same thing. Let's show them format painter real quick too. So basically uh, if you highlight, highlight that whole column or that, yeah, just like that. And then click format painter. It's that little paintbrush in the top left corner. Yeah. Right there. And then click on the top. The next one you want to do, just click on that top cell of it. Just Will it not it. group them in the same? Um, no. Not on, not on this one in Google okay. sheets. It seems to do that a lot. Yeah. It's super annoying. That's and you kind of have to create yeah. a new, you have to create a new rule or whatever, but yeah, if uh -oh. you just, Oh, it, it converted it, them all to sense too. <laughs> oh yeah. It did the whole so format. So that, yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. So that'd be a quick way if you just wanted to quickly put, pull that across all of those. You could do it that yep. way. That's cool. And then we'll do it one more time for ACOS, but this time we will not do format painter because we we're going to invert it. In this case, high ACOS is bad. So we'll do the color skills where the, oh, you're not seeing, oh, this isn't popping up either. Dang, that's a bummer. None of my pop-ups yeah. are, are showing up on the recording. Sorry guys. But we're going to pick the one where uh, the color scales show that red is up top, which means red is bad. So we'll, we'll also get this here. So now we've got some interesting insights. And since while we're at it, might as well just throw in CPCs here too. Now, Andrew, here's my kind of hot take on this. It seems what, um, actually CPCs, what do you think, Andrew, is, is higher CPC red or green? What if we're trying to bid a higher CPC? Yeah, I mean, if you're or trying maybe we do to blue. increase Maybe we do blue. Here, we'll do, we'll do red to blue. Oh, oh fancy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So when it's a really low CPC, it's not necessarily a good thing if, if that's where kind of a peak opportunity it's is. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold yeah. out there. <laughs> but you know, Andrew, here's the thing. Here's what I see. Here's the mistake that I see most people do when it comes to day parting. They only look at the orders and they're just looking at during what time of the day am I getting most of the orders? And so mm-hmm. they will look at, um, they'll say, okay, most of the orders are being aggregated right here between the hours of 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And I think everything is in Pacific time. Do you think that's correct on these reports? Yes. They're so new, so we don't know, but I think Amazon defaults to Pacific time on almost everything. So that's what we're assuming. We'll ask We'll ask our dev. He'll, he'll confirm. Yeah. But the issue here is um, look at how strong, and, and this is a little bit of a weird kind of, a, a little bit of a weirder uh, week and a weirder account because we did have Prime Day going on simultaneously, although the account itself did not participate in Prime Day, so we didn't see a ton of like surge of traffic. But point being, it's a, the last two weeks was a little bit weird for this. But um, if people were going to just say like, oh man, we don't get as many hours during these times of the day and all of the sales are happening like during these hours of the day, uh, they're not paying attention to the conversion rate trends. And how actually like at 5 a.m. is actually where conversion rates were the highest. And so in this case, and it's not always the case, but just something to keep an eye on is that where most of the orders are happening isn't necessarily saying that's where most of the conversion rate opportunity is. It could just be that there's a ton of volume. So to kind of put it into perspective, would you rather spend all your money on a day where there's like millions and millions of clicks happening with a 1% conversion rate? and compete against everybody else in the market when it's just like people are just clicking, clicking and not buying? Or would you rather consolidate your budget around like the middle of the night where there's not a lot of traffic, but the conversion rates are like 30, 40% and the chances of a sale are extremely high and nobody else is there because everyone just saw that like the orders are slow in the middle of the night. So they all downbid, but that was actually where there was a lot of conversion opportunity. Now that's not the case that we're seeing here, but it's just something to keep an eye on. What I always like to do is I like to pursue where the conversion rates are. Yes, volume two, but for me personally, I wanna match the volume levels more with my budgets. And I always wanna make sure I have the budget to be supported for, for those certain times of the day. But in terms of actually increasing my cost per click, that I'm gonna be relying, I'm only gonna be wanting to do that when the conversion rates are higher. I don't care if I, if, if I knew tomorrow, there's gonna to be the most traffic that's ever been on Amazon in history, but nobody's gonna buy anything. I'm not going to go and just, you know, or, 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 or not nobody's going to buy anything, but like conversion rates will be also the worst that they've ever been in history. Um, I'm not necessarily going to go in there with super aggressive bids. I'll definitely go in there with like a lot of budget and a lot of cheap CPCs to get as, as much of those cheap conversions as I can. But I'm not going aggressive with those bids if I know that there's not going to be a lot a very high conversion rate, regardless of the total traffic. So do, first of all, Andrew, do you agree with that? Because I'm not even sure if we've we've talked about that. We we haven't really talked about it. Day parting isn't something we typically are are looking at and using a whole lot. I mean, in some cases we are, but generally I would say the same exact thing. Like I'm trying to be strategic with my bids around the highest conversion opportunity windows. And I think that sometimes you'll see like those early morning times, you'll naturally see a inc- like a spiked conversion rate, but I don't know that there's there's always an opportunity to increase bids into that, but I don't know. I, I'd have to test it a little bit more and and be a little more refined on it. But generally, yes, I would say I agree with you. We're trying to increase or decrease our bids based on 
the fluctuations in conversion rate, not as much on orders. I, I personally, that that's the first time I've heard anybody say that they, they're using orders. So I know you said, really you've heard people say, yeah, I, I've never heard anybody say that orders. I mean, maybe I, sales, maybe sales. All I ever hear. Yeah. All really? I ever hear is people following or, or sales. Yeah. Yeah. All I've ever heard hear sales. Just, so that makes sense. People are only ever following the, those total figures and, mm-hmm. and not the actual performance per click kind of figures, which is like conversion rate, revenue per click, average order value. Was that? Yeah. So this is stuff that matters. Yeah, yeah, for sure. At least the stuff that matters for profitability, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're, if there's just a ton of volume against really low conversion rates and you're increasing your business to that, your ACOS is going to spike because the sales aren't going to, aren't going to come through. So, um, also to, we, we'll try to confirm this, um, too, with, with, um, the developer at Amazon we've been talking to, but we will try to confirm if the sales are, you know, if someone clicks, you know, yeah. at where, where is it attributed? Yeah. yeah. If they click at 1am and then they buy it at like 11pm, uh, towards the, yeah, if they click at 1am and buy at 11pm later that same day, is that order being attributed to 11pm or to 1am? I would assume it's being attributed to the hour, but we will, we'll certainly try to follow up. Yeah. Cause when you were talking about that, I was like, kind of just looking at this data and I was like, huh, like all your, like your conversion rates are higher in the morning and you're, but you're generating a lot more volume in the afternoon. I mm-hmm. was just kind of thinking through that a little bit and I totally lost my train of thought on what I was even going to say about yeah. that. But anyway. <laughs> and also thing, things are a little bit different on this account because, uh, truth be told, I, I already started implementing day parting on this during the week of the performance that we're seeing here. So you can, so you can, you can see that the, the, that's probably part of why these CPCs come, come down in the evenings when we see that the conversion rates and the revenue per clicks come down into like the red zone where, where red is bad. Um, but this was a, but this is kind of one week where the day parting was on and another week where the, we hadn't had day parting. So it's like the data set's a little bit botched. <laughs> so it's a, it's a little weird, but we're, we're just using this as, as an example and the reason why we're using this account as an example is because when I was doing the day parting analysis for the account last month, before any of before we had any day parting rules enabled within the ad console, we actually saw that there were some really significant swings in performance between certain days of the week as well as hours of the day. And that makes sense because this account is a B2B brand where it sells a lot of industrial and commercial supplies. And so most of their sales happen during business hours. But, and the traffic's a little bit different now, but when I was looking at this a couple of weeks ago, we were seeing most of the volume actually happened in the evening. And so you can still see it here. We're like the, the, I wish I actually saved the other copy, but we actually, we saw that the conversion rates were falling in the evening, but most of the sales volume was also happening in the evening. I should actually, I'll, I'll grab a screen grab of that and, and throw it up as well to show it. Because the volume, yeah, just because most of the orders were happening in the evening to increase bids in the evening would have been a mistake because that's where ACOS is going above the target. And for this account, the target's somewhere between 40 to 50% is kind of the the sweet spot. Yeah, so like we're actually over ACOS in the evenings and we get most of our sales during business hours. So from around like 5 a.m. Pacific time up until around 3 p.m. Pacific time. That's kind of, you can see visually this, this green cluster of seeing better conversion rates, all this kind of stuff. And so that's why we started cranking up our CPCs here and we started getting more orders during the times where the opportunity was the highest rather than where 
there was just the most traffic. So that's, I think, good example. Yeah, totally. I love it, man. This is good stuff. Um, I think we we planned on showing them the weak parting thing too. So let's just like real quickly show them how they can just copy yep. paste this pivot table and, and change it back. So honestly, just go back to your other pivot table sheet if you already have it. Yep. Already have it made. And you can just, okay, so here's what I would do. What about the I row would, tables? No. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just can that do work? That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So go pivot table analyze at the top. It'll give you, okay. And then hit that field headers all the way to the right. Yeah, honestly, Andrew, whenever our, our field list, <laughs> whenever, whenever I lose that little tab on the right hand side, I never know how to get it back. Oh, yeah, I got you. So go to, up and to sometimes the top I group. just have to create a new pivot table because I'm like, how do I get it back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're never going to let that it's happen again. Field list. Okay. It's this button. Yeah, okay. Field list. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then you can just remove the start time and then replace Boom. it with the weekday. How do I actually remove it? Uh, you click on it and there should be a remove field. Oh. Yeah. I just dragged oh. and dropped it off the, okay. off the thing. Okay, took it, took it away. Weekday, weekday. So we used that weekday function earlier to pull in to, to number them one through seven. And so now we got them. And we'll kind of just do the same thing we did last time where we're just going to grab this, all of our whole number figures, impressions through sales. And we'll once again, just paste them over here. And they're... Here they are. And now we can rename these just to keep it clean, right? We can just go Sunday uh, and it's in caps locks on. That's fine. We'll keep it on. I like yelling sometimes. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> All right, Andrew. So what's, what are we going to be doing here once, once we get this data? Also, you could have just typed in Sunday and then drug that down. And oh, down. you're right. Oh, that Everything was such a rookie it. move. Don't be a rookie, guys. That's, that's oh, why we're man. here. That's why we're here. It's here to help you not make those mistakes. Yeah, I feel that's dumb now. That's a life-changing mistake, dude. I can't believe you made that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. So we have it nice and formatted. We probably want to add in those same calculated metrics as well. So we could see conversion rates, ACOS, revenue per click by day of week. And so this is hourly. Have the same nice view, hour of the day. Now we can also tie this back to what days of the week. Because sometimes you'll see an account that uh, performs really well certain days of the week and performs really poorly on other days of the week. And this account may be a perfect example of that because you were mentioning a lot of the stuff happens at during business hours. So if it's happening during business hours, lot, not a lot of people, not a lot of businesses are operating on Saturdays and Sundays. So I'm anticipating and just as we're making this, I see that um, the performance on the weekends is definitely worse than what we're seeing during the weekdays. And we also have a couple weekdays like Monday and Wednesday that are really standing out as high conversion days of the week. So this would give us that insight into that week parting portion of things and how we might be able to allocate our spend across days of the week more strategically. Yep. Also, I don't know if you saw Andrew, but it was pretty efficient how I pulled all this data over. I just copy pasted all the format from the other table. It was there. Yeah, it's good. Good. And the formulas. Did you do the formulas too? I'm pretty sure you did. All of it. Yeah. I just, I just, nice. I just grabbed this and it had formulas and the formatting in it. So yeah, that was, that was pretty easy, right? All we did was we just switched out the pivot table from the hours to the day of the week. Um, and then we just copy pasted again and re-added stuff. So one you know, more fun thing. We were, One more if we were doing thing. a speed test, well, let me just let me just add this thought. Yeah, yeah, if we were yeah, doing a speed yeah. test, we could have done that in under 10 seconds, I bet. Probably. Easily. Well, we'll do a Easily. time competition sometime. All right. What was your thought? <laughs> I was going to say uh, something about the 
the pivot tables and switching them out. I don't remember. I, I lost it. Okay. If it comes back to you, let us know. Yeah, I will. I will. These, these thoughts, they just like, they just like zip through and, and then I forget them. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got but, it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Pivot tables. Okay. So we're looking at this from an aggregated view, right? From the total account perspective. What if you wanted to look at a specific campaign or oh. multiple campaigns even, and you wanted to group your, your, your changes, your day party, you wanted to see, cause I have, I have accounts where the, every, all the campaigns are really nice and structured and I can just, uh, filter by whatever category, product category or tactic or whatever it is mm. and group those campaigns. So this is super nice and we won't are be able to do it on this one. Multi-layered pivot table. Is that what you're getting at? No. Or so basically, so you, so you would basically have this and then in the event you don't have it because you deleted it. But if you had a campaign name, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, if you left the campaign names in your original data source, it would, uh, it would pop up in this pivot table fields list. And you would be able to add that into the filter section. So you see that filter section on the right there. Um, if oh, you yeah. put the campaign name in there, it's going to create another little row at like in row one where mm -hmm. you can have a drop down list and you can go through and select individual campaigns. And so that's, yeah, there you go. You could do a start time. And then if you click that, we'll say if I want to see during 6 a.m. Well, this the is day days of the week. Oh yeah. Oh exactly. yeah. I'm just making up an example. Like if I'm just like, okay, does yep. 6 a.m. change? Does the performance at 6 a.m. get any better or worse during um, certain days of the week? Totally. Yeah. So you although, can use that. Although That's this is a great example, actually, Andrew, this is a great example of where you would want to have those calculated fields in here, because you mm -hmm. can't do this on when you copy paste over to kind of what we had here. The convenience is you can easily sort, filter, and calculate these things really quick. So that's one of the pros of having everything over uh, over here. The con is that you can't do what Andrew's showing us how to do, which is add these like extra pivot table fi features and functions. Yeah. So for this, like just imagine, just imagine <laughs> the campaign mm -hmm. names are in there and you could drop that list down and pick individual campaigns. And then you'd be able to see the RPC differences across hours of the day for a specific segment of your campaigns that you maybe want to optimize or something. So you don't necessarily just have to look at this at a total account perspective. You can look at it at a much more granular level if you're interested in doing that type of thing. Um, but just thought I'd call that out because I think uh, you know that's a fun one for sure. Yeah, you use that for a lot of stuff too. Yeah. Um, oh man. Yeah, you got to do the space. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just usually copy paste them. Yeah, this is this is cool. So, you know, like. I mean, I'm already starting to think, I didn't, first of all, I didn't know how to do that before. So <laughs> that's cool, the, the filter uh, function. But for example, you know, now if I'm trying to see that like, man, 5 a.m. and more, yeah, let's see, where, where is it really good? Where's the heat, the hotspot? We'll say from like nine to nine to 11 or eight from 11. From eight to 11, that's kind of where we're seeing a little bit of like a, a hotspot with, with traffic and performance and Right now I'm being like, okay, because and here's where we're kind of bringing everything home, by the way, in case if this hasn't been application enough, now we're actually talking about how do you put this into your campaigns, right? We talked a lot about how to mess with Excel. Um, but when it comes to putting this into your campaigns, you're going you're gonna to be able to see, and we'll throw up on the screen here too, so you can, you can see it, uh, what it looks like. But in your 
campaigns, if you open up any of them, pretty much, um, I think it's, it, sh- it should be active for everyone. In the campaign yeah. bidding strategy, you will see that Amazon has uh, their other bidding strategy. They have their rule-based bidding, and then they have their other bidding strategies where you can pick dynamic up and down, dynamic down only, or fixed bids. And then they add a little kind of subsection where they can say, add scheduled rules. And that's going to be the place where when you click that, you can tell Amazon if you want to increase your bids by a certain percentage on a given day of the week or during a certain hour of the day. And so maybe here I'm saying, wow, performance is really good from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. I should go and increase my bids by a certain amount, which we'll come back to what that percentage would be. But I can just come in here and just double check. Okay, from what did I say? Six to 11, nine to 11. Do you remember what I said? Uh, eight. I think you said eight. Eight to eight to eleven. Let's just pretend I said eight to eleven. If I didn't, so I can come through here on eight to eleven. Now, can I uh, do the conditional formatting here as well on this table? Yeah. yeah While it's in pivot. Yeah. Cool. So um, I'm just going to use the ACOS field because it's too much work to uh, recreate all the RPC and conversion rate, all that kind of stuff. But you know, here I can see. Okay. So even when we're only looking at from 8 to 11 a.m., doesn't matter, even on just those hours, on weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, that ACOS not looking too hot. Um, but man, Wednesdays, ooh, baby, that's the gold. And we'll just pretend this is like also indicative of conversion rates for the sake of the example. So we're seeing that like, you know, this is pretty actually, this is pretty cool. It's like gravitates towards greener, 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 and then yellow, yellow, red, 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 green, 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 red, red, red. It's you like know? a bell curve. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, it is. So that so that's inverted like, for ACOS. Yeah. And I mean, now actually, I'm just really curious what happens if I just look at like the middle of the night performances. Is there any, oh, the, see the middle of the night performances actually do Good slightly on better on, on Saturday. Yeah. People are probably like, um, oh no, that's Sunday, right? Saturday. Seven? Is it Saturday? Yeah, okay. Saturday. I guess someone on Saturday is just like, oh, thinking about work on Monday and <laughs> going into putting some big purchase orders. Uh, <laughs> although it's not that much sales, it's like 70 bucks. But yeah, this is all, I think, really, really interesting stuff. Lots of applications here. So any, any other thoughts you have, Andrew? Otherwise, I'm going to kind of switch tracks for, for a minute. No, I was just going to say it's probably good that we can kind of move into how to calculate these things and how to actually, you know, set them up. So, yeah, let's dive into that. Cool. So, yeah, let's let's transition over to now how can we calculate bids around these placement settings. So we needed a slightly longer transition for me and Andrew to think for a second because this is so new. We haven't actually... Uh, we haven't really dialed in the exact uh, bidding strategies just yet, at least not well enough for us to be able to speak to it. Um, what I've been doing for this client, I think has been working well so far, but we're still kind of refining some of the, the logic around everything. Uh, but suffice it to say, it all sort of just comes down to revenue per click. And um, recently I've started making a lot of noise on LinkedIn about why revenue per click is king in the context of Amazon PPC bidding and how it's sort of at least just like the overarching most important metric for bids specifically. Because if you're looking at cost per click and you're trying to maximize revenue within a cost per click, 
you sure as heck better be looking at revenue per click um, to manage both total sales and profitability. So um, to me, it's it's pretty straightforward. I honestly don't know how people still disagree with the logic, but that's all right. That's for them to live their life. All we're probably going to be trying to do here is, and this comes back to the placement episode, it's going to be the the very similar logic where with placements, because Amazon doesn't give us the ability to decrease for certain ad placements on Amazon, you can't like decrease for, for product pages or decrease for rest of search. They only allow us to increase. And the same happens with these day parting. So whether you're picking a certain day of the week or a certain um, uh, hour of the day, you can only ever increase your bids from whatever their, their default is. And again, you're not gonna be seeing these changes in your bid change history. You're only gonna see it reflected in your CPCs. So you might be bidding 50 cents, but you end up seeing you know a dollar and two dollar CPCs if you have a ton of adjustments turned on for top of search and for different placements. Sorry, for top of search and for different day parting elements. And so all we're going to be trying to do is figure out roughly kind of what the underperformance is during certain times of day, and and also be taking a look at at spend too, right? That's something else we could you know to really measure the impact of something. Like no one really cares if your ACOS was. 200% if you only spent $5 on it, you know, that would mean it's marginally low impact. Yeah. If you were seeing that, that you're getting a ton of spend in the evenings, which again, we've, we've already kind of started activating this, this down bidding a little bit. So the spend does slow down in the evenings as our CPCs come down. But previously we were seeing, we got a lot of spend in the evenings against a really high ACOS. So we just globally decreased all of our bids by I think around like, it was pretty aggressive because this was a B2B brand and it was very big drastic swings. I think the total decrease was close to like a 40% overall reduction on all of our bids, maybe even more, maybe closer to 50%, I forget. Um, but we essentially reduced everything, all of our bids down by 50% on weekends and on evenings. And, and your then, conversion rates, your conversion rates in the evenings there are like half of what they usually yeah, are, right? Correct, so, yeah. And that's in the actually, best pockets of time, you know? And actually, that was that was actually something that, that that we did here is is we added a column that we called it um, what do we call it? like difference from total or from average or something like that to see how much does does it change how much does the hourly data change compared to the average. So we're looking at this conversion rate. This is the total. So the total for the last two weeks, sixteen percent. So I'm just gonna do this divided by this minus one to see what the performance difference is, and then paste it all the way down. So now we can see, this is actually what we did, uh, but we were doing a heat map of seeing where does the, and we were actually doing revenue per click, but we were seeing where does the revenue per click or the conversion rate significantly increase above the baseline? Because at the end of the day, when you're looking at the, or from the total, I should say, from like the total conversion rate or the total revenue per click, we're trying to find where does the intraday stuff vary from the total? Because when you're looking at an individual keyword, it's not broken out by day of week or hour of the day. It's the total performance for that keyword for the past two weeks on every day of the week, on every hour of the day. And so if you're going to be trying to decrease that to, to kind of downbid for certain times a day, uh, you're going to have to be coming and seeing by how much does the underperformance of, of late evenings or whatever underperform the total. So you know exactly how much to decrease that, that bid by. And then you can go back into the ad console and you can increase those. So we're going to have to do a whole separate episode on this to talk more in depth about it. But... I think if I was just going to give you like a really quick bullet of um, a quick way to, to be safe with this is if you are seeing that 
in general, you're having pretty big improvements during a certain time of the day or a certain day of the week, I think it would be safe for you to go into the uh, campaign manager for your campaigns and you can, I would just increase by, just by, um, let's just say you do better on Fridays. I would just increase that bid by 25% on Fridays and I would just kind of leave it by that. And I wouldn't worry too much about decreasing your bids for other times. That's where things get really complicated. But uh, if you want to, I would say you could probably decrease it by maybe 10 to 20% from your baseline. Or if you're using some kind of uh, third-party tool, set a tar target A cost, it's maybe like 10 or 15% lower. And then you're actually just don't use a targeting tool or an, an automation tool. Just go back to our videos on how to do it manually and do that. But I would just target a slightly lower A cost essentially with your calculations. When you're doing it manually or when you're doing it in bulk sheets, target a slightly lower A cost, maybe 10% lower. And then you can add in that 25% that increase for different times of day. If you are seeing something like this where, you know, we're seeing during these times of day, the performance, oh wait, the performance difference from like 8 a.m. through 11 is like somewhere between, you know, 10 to 35% above average. Uh, and then in the evenings, it's like 30 to 50% below average. So does that all make sense, Andrew? Do you think yeah. I did a good job explaining that conceptually? Yeah, totally. Here? Yeah. Totally. And you can do this with conversion rate or revenue per click, right? Yeah. Pretty much yeah, get the same result. You're going to get pretty much the same result here. Yep. Yep. Hopefully if I just copy and paste this over. It's going to be fixed to that. You're right. <laughs> Man, rookie moves, rookie okay. moves out here on the pod. There we go. So yeah, it'll be conversion rate and revenue per click are very highly correlated. Oh, here, I think it did copy some of the formatting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it doesn't really matter at this point. I, we're just trying to, we're just trying to prove a point, right? So yeah, you can see where, where the revenue per click and the, and the conversion rate are likely going to often be move, moving a bit in tandem. So that's essentially it just to kind of recap all of that because it was a lot. So let's try to help bring some things home, Andrew. Also, I should have warned everybody that this episode was going to be over an hour. I knew it was going to be over an hour. And I've, I probably should have warned people. I guess they see the timestamps before they open, right? Before yeah. you guys actually they open a YouTube audience. video, you see how, yeah. So yeah, you should have warned me though, dude. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, did you not know? Oh, I'm just sorry. kidding. I, I mean, I mean, we've been trying to do them shorter lately, yeah. but <laughs> and just a couple hours ahead of me. Yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be a 20 minute episode. I was fully prepared for an hour to dive into this. I'm glad it wasn't. This has been good, man. This has been a lot of fun. Been uh, yeah. teaching some people some Excel stuff. I love it. <laughs> You've been teaching me. Yeah, it's been whole everyone's learning today but yeah andrew why don't you kind of like in your own words kind of just like try to well bring all this home and and let people know like kind of yeah. what we just talked about like what, what are the kind of the, the big <laughs> takeaways i guess yeah the biggest takeaways from this episode that you're gonna get are pretty much <laughs> basically how to use number one knowing that day parting exists two how to use it three how to pull the reports to figure out what what types of things you should be implementing and then now, basically your job, your homework is to go back, go into your account, pull an hourly campaign report and go through the same exercise. Start to dissect and analyze your account and start to see what types of performance trends you're seeing within your specific account. And if you've gotten this far into the video, you're obviously super interested in this stuff. So jump in the Discord and post a screenshot of True. this of this uh, result that you've gotten and maybe we can help you out. So uh, definitely do that. That'd be good to see everybody kind of Actually, going through this exercise. Say, yeah. 
I'll tell you how much to decrease your bids by if you post a screenshot in the Discord. I'll totally. You, I'll, throw I'll throw the Excel doc in there. We'll we'll do, you know, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll mess around with it, but that'll be super, super helpful. But the only way you're going to get value out of this is if you go back and you actually start to implement it, you start to go through this thought process, this exercise on your own and and start to, you know, think for yourself about what's going to be best for you, for this account in particular. And only, only, you know, that. Yep. One other quick, yeah, I, I don't have anything to to add to what you said in terms of like the summary of everything, but uh, I thought of something else just as a quick warning to anyone who's who's going into the campaign manager to tr- to try to test this. Well, so first of all, you have to go into each individual campaign, and you got to add it to each individual campaign uh, these these rules. So it can be very time consuming, but great for testing on one campaign. In the meantime, rumor on the street is that word on the street th- through the grapevine. We heard some rumors that these are coming to bulk operations that they're currently being worked on and adding uh, an ability to, to add these in, in uh, mass to campaigns, which is good because it took me like an hour to <laughs> click on every single campaign in my account to add the day party. So, but when you are in the campaigns and when you're adding a rule, you can actually add multiple rules to a campaign. So you could say increase on Monday for one rule and another one like increase on Friday, or that first rule could just be increase on Mondays and Fridays. You could do that. But if you had a second rule, let's just say you're, you know, and for this account, actually, I say this because I did this with this account in particular. I said for Tuesday through Wednesday, we want to increase by 25%. And then also from 8 a.m. to like 3 p.m. or something, we want to increase by 25%. And those two stack on top of each other. So we're increasing for the day of the week and for the time of the day, they're going to stack on top of each other during those peak hours and you're going to get the result of 1.25 times 1.25, which is a 25% increase for each of those for the day of the week and the hour of the day. And that's going to compound to a 56% increase. And then on top of that, there's also a 125% increase for top of search on this account. So uh, <laughs> we have some very drastic bid decreases in general. And then... Ooh, things just get cranking for for winning those top of search placements and during certain hours of the day. So it's just important to know all those are going to compound. So your placement Be settings, careful. your day parting settings, yeah, the, they'll 100% increase here and 100% increase here are going to like become a triple essentially from from your base bid. Actually, possibly more if you went from one dollar to two dollar yeah. and then it doubled like again to be four dollars. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so if you had a 100% applied twice on a $1 bid, it becomes $4. So yeah, just keep all that in mind. And otherwise, let us know what you guys think about this episode. If we should do more episodes like this, we probably won't. This was just a bit of a, of a beast of a topic that we felt. <laughs> a lot of people were asking about it. As soon as these day party things came out in the ad console, everyone was was asking us. So we, we felt we needed to do some in-depth coverage. Totally. It's been good. It's been fun. Yep. All right, Andrew, uh, let us know if, if you have any last thoughts. Otherwise, <laughs> tell the people uh, tell the people where, where they can connect with us and, and tell them to like and subscribe as well because they never do it when I say it. When you say it, though, they always do it. Oh, they better do it. They better do yeah. it. If I, don't, if I say it and they don't do it, I'm going to be so mad. Oh, man. Yeah, don't make me mad, guys. Go out there, like and subscribe. Make sure you join the Discord. It's going to be super good for you. It's only good for you. And uh, yeah, check us out on LinkedIn. Check us out on Spotify. We need the love everywhere. We're trying to grow. You know, we're trying to take this podcast to the next level. So 
you guys play your part and help us out. And uh, we'll do our best to keep putting together awesome quality content like this. Yep. And I think that's it. Love you guys. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>